Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter and I am going to be talking about Charmed Season 1 Episode 1. It is simply called The Pilot. I will start spoiler free since it's the first episode and normally Almost Cancelled is a two-man show where two of us will talk back and forth about the thing. Connor's on vacation so you're getting a a one-man performance today. Uh, so I, I think that the first thing I should probably start with with this, because obviously it's a reboot of the the original Charmed, which started in 1998. So it's actually been 20 years since the original show premiered. Um, although obviously not not as long since it ended, because it ran for eight seasons. So you know, about 12 years, uh, give or take. So I should probably give you my 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 history with the original. Um, I have seen most of it. I actually watched seven out of the eight seasons of the original show. Never got around to watching the final one though. Um, for whatever reason. And it was an okay show. I, the original Charmed, I didn't think was that great. I thought it was a decent, fun watch. I, I, I remember watching it, because I didn't watch it when it started airing. I started watching it when it was in, like, season 6 or 7. Um, from the start, I didn't jump in there, but... Uh, mainly because Buffy ended, right? The hit television show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, fantastic show. It had ended. I think Angel might have still had one season left by that point, but I was trying to fill the void. And Charm was, you know, Demons and Witches. It was a similar themed show. Even the same network. I mean, Buffy ended in a different network, but, you know, it started off in the same network. Um, and it was like, okay, I'll give this a try. And it was okay. Like, you know, I had, had a couple of good cast members. Um, but the rating, I, I never thought, was up to the same standard. I mean, very few shows of that nature are up to the same standard, I think, as, as Buffy. But. Um, you know, it, it was it was kind of a light popcorn show, I, I would say. Um, decently entertaining, but certainly I never cared enough to finish it. <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say. It was never, it was never like must see TV. I don't think, but it was enjoyable enough for what it was. So come to come to the reboot. Um, coming into this, it was kind of a weird thing when they announced it because this was a, a case where I thought, okay, I, I kind of like the original show. I don't love it, but. At the same time, I could, like, you know what, there's room for improvement here. There's room for this to be a better show. There's room for this to become something better than what it originally was. But at the same time, it's a CW show. They're just going to make it really CW, right? They're going to have younger actors. They're going to have all college days. And it's going to be uh, very tweeny, right? That's that's what I'm expecting. And, that you know, the youngest character... They're definitely younger overall than the original show. Uh, but the youngest character still in college. so Or at least starting college. So they didn't go super young. I, I was coming into this thinking they might have like half the sisters in high school. But, you know, the premise of Charmed is, is very simple. Uh, the mother dies and the three sisters uh, find out that they've been witches all along. They didn't know about this and it unlocks these special powers. Each one has their own superpower and there's going to be demons and stuff and they have to deal with it and obviously solve the, the mystery of how their how their mother died um the character names are all different from the original show but their superpowers are the same um you know so as i was watching this i was going oh so this is the piper this is the phoebe this is the you know so on um so but they're actually mel macy and maggie in this although they, they kept the alliteration instead of all being p's they're all m's but they kept the alliteration and similar to the original show, Mother Dies, um, at least I think that happened in the original show, it's been a long time, okay? It's been a long time. What is different for sure is that one of the sisters, uh, Macy specifically, um, is not with the other two. She she is, she is never met her sisters. It's not until after the mother dies where she kind of shows up as the, the third estranged sister and says, hey, I think I, I'm your sister. Can, can we talk about this? Uh, so that, that was definitely different from the original, original show. Um, and... Yeah, we we kind of go from there, and there's you know the demon, you know the the the, the I, I'll refer to him as the Watcher, but I think he's the 
the the light the the white lighter i think he refers to himself as uh harry he is in this uh, he's like the the leo from the original um very different relationship to the characters because he's much older this time and you know obviously in the original leo had a relationship with one of the sisters uh, that that i don't think will be happening in this case i mean i could be wrong but it doesn't seem like it's going down that path as far as quality goes it's it's a little bit rough um some of it I will, I will chalk up to what I, will, I often refer to as pilot-itis. And that is where the pilots have to kind of rush out their ideas very quickly to try and, like, get everything out there. Get all the shows, the, the manifesto of the show. You know, tell everyone what this show is, what it's about, how it's going to function. And it has to do it so quickly in one single episode, which is why I really miss having double pilots. I feel like the, the, the two-hour pilot, you know, 80 minutes without ads... Uh, it gives them a chance to breathe and get through that information in a bit more of a, a believable and natural pace. This does feel incredibly rushed um, almost the entire time. There, there's, there's, there's even edits to the end of scenes that feel like they're very abrupt in the way they just kind of keep going. Um, and I think that is a, a symptom of that. I, I don't necessarily think that'll carry forward into the, the, the rest of the episodes. And it's hard to say what will carry forward to the rest of the episodes. Um, one of the other things that really sticks out about this is that it is a very heavy-handed first episode. Now, I'm actually completely okay with, with uh, you know, using shows as a, a, you know, for political messages. I actually really like it when some of my other shows do it, even CW shows, like when I'm talking about the superhero stuff. Now, sometimes they whiff and sometimes it's a bit forced and heavy-handed, but sometimes you get a really good episode of Supergirl, for example, that'll tackle immigration and it'll be really good. This episode focuses very much on sexual assault, and there's a lot of that in here. Um, and it, even when they're they're fighting like a demon later on, it's kind of in like a a sexual assault situation. Uh, and the character, the sister in the scene, uh, Maggie, she regurgitates a line that her sister said um, earlier in the episode about consent, you know, being revoked at any time. Um, and it felt very on the nose. It felt very forced to me. And that's the sort of thing where, like, I don't know if it, they're really laying it on thick in this first episode, because, like, okay, this is going to be a show where we're going to tackle subjects, we're going to do this kind of thing, um, specifically feminist subjects, and that's okay, that's great, that, that, I mean, a show like Charm should be doing stuff like that, but this episode lays it on so thick, and it's so on the nose, and so blunt, that it's, like, subtle taste goes a long way, and I realise it's obviously sometimes you have to be less subtle to make your point, but this did really feel forced in this episode, um, really, really thick. The, the cast themselves, the sisters, um, they're okay. Like, it, it's kind of hard to gauge this right now. Like, there was a lot of the times where I felt that because they were forcing their way through through the, the, the exposition dialogue, there's some really on-the-nose exposition at points, uh, which is usually a symptom of pilots. Uh, unfortunately, it can also be a symptom of just poor network TV where they do it all the time. So it's hard to say in the first episode if that's going to be something that carries forward. But there's a scene, you know, there's the, the, you know, the mum dies at the start, that's the premise, and then we, we skip three months later, and there's a line from Maggie, who's living with Mel in their mother's house, um, where... She says something along the lines of, oh, that's why I'm never around anymore. And I'm like, you know, showing us that she's never around, like showing us an example of her always leaving or something uh, would be much more effective to the audience than having her just tell us that she's never around. It's not even, it's actually the worst case scenario because even, that I mean, seeing it would be preferable, but you could still make it a little bit better by having the older sister, Mel, bring it up and say, hey, why are you never here? You're never around. Like, have her complain about it, because at least that would feel natural. It feels very, very forced and exposition to have uh, Maggie herself say, hey, why do you think I'm never around anymore? Um, there's a, there's a quite a few clunky exposition lines uh, throughout um, with that. 
So, so those those would be my, my big complaints. I, I have to admit, I'm not feeling super passionate about watching any more of it. I have to admit, it feels like it feels like what you think a 2018 Charmed would be, um, for better or worse. And I'm not going to write it off completely. I I do think there's there's potential, like with a lot of network TV shows that have premise like this, there's potential for it to grow and to become better. And there was the odd little moment. There was the odd little glimmer of like humor that kind of worked for me. Like, uh, you know, there's, there's this big speech made. Uh, you know, the older sister Mel, who is very much the the proactive, um, you know, character who 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 protests and who who puts up posters because a lot of the, the the plot in this one revolves around that a college professor was was accused of sexual assault and he kind of wriggled his way out of it so she's you know putting up posters and she's she's the one who's always talking about changing the world and you know you know arguing with anyone who challenges those views um so a lot of that stuff comes from that character but she he gives this great speech when she finds out about the witchcraft and she's like oh yeah we can change the world we can change it for the better and we can save lives and the younger sister's phone goes off and like the ringtone interrupts her and she just looks annoyed that her sister's like you know frivolous phone activities interrupted the her important speech and that was kind of a funny little moment that that was like okay right i can see how they're going to play these characters off of each other and how one sees these things as very important one seems to want to ignore them and then you've got the third sister the you know macy who's the sort of the, the one the outsider who's coming in here as the new sister uh, she's very scientific and she looks for the, the scientific explanation and whatever's happening um, even once they start having powers, she tries to look for a, an explanation. So like, no, this can't just be magic. Magic's not real. Let me ex- try and figure this out. Uh, so you get you get a sense of the characters in in, in that way. Um, again, it lays it on very thick as to who they all are. Like it has to remind you multiple times in the same episode and have them almost announce their type of character as they come into a scene, <laughs> because they can't just let the audience like get it from context. Subtlety goes a long way. I, I it really does. You have to make things clear. But you can you can let the audience get it from what's happening from from action rather than the characters announcing who they are constantly in terms of their 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 beliefs and their motivations and their you know and so on. Uh, so that would be my biggest complaint about the the first episode. Um, and the rest of it's just kind of mediocre pilot level. Uh, it's not the worst pilot I've ever seen by any means, but it's it's also like I say, very rushed. A lot of the the demony stuff feels very very quick, um, especially since they kind of wrap up the main plot a little bit earlier than I thought they would, and then there's kind of like a second like twist to it, and I'm like, okay, right, did we really need it to twist this much in the first episode? Because it's just making it more to like, you know pack in to the the tight forty two minute or whatever runtime it is, um, and there's a little tease at the end to to twist twist the, the the premise of the show a little bit which obviously makes sense that's what you do you hook them you give them a hook at the end i don't know if the hook in this is that effective but at least it tries it gives you a hook it's it's, it's trying to hook you well it's effective i think is very debatable if i don't even think it's that debatable it doesn't really isn't that effective but <laughs> but it's trying bless it bless its heart it's trying um yeah but it's hard not to watch this and feel like they're shoving the time period. And by time period, I mean present day, down our thoughts. Like, there are so many references to social media. There's so many, like, scenes of them, like, bringing out their phones and texting. And obviously, like, it's okay for that to be a part of things because it's a big part of, like, life now. Um, but the time where I just started laughing unintentionally, uh, and I'm sure this exists. I, 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 don't, I don't doubt this for a second. But the scientist sister Macy, she has like a telescope. No, sorry, not sorry. 
I'm gonna correct that. Not a telescope. She has a microscope attachment for her for her smartphone for her i her iPhone. She has like a little thing that comes over the camera lens, and it's like a little microscope, and she's like doing scientific analysis with her phone. And like I'm sure this this thing exists, but it made me laugh because there was so many like no references to Instagram and Twitter and smartphones and and so on and so forth that I just started laughing when I saw this microscope attachment <laughs> for the phone. It just really made me laugh. Uh, so I like you know I I don't know what to say like it just it feels like between making the characters younger and then having like this constant social media um it it just it feels like I I don't know I mean maybe if you watch the original charm maybe maybe like if if you were if you were older in the nineties because obviously I was just, I was pretty young when I started watching it but maybe if you were older in the nineties maybe it would feel like they were shoving the nineties down your throat when you're watching the, the pilot for Charmed I, I I don't know if it did but <laughs> certainly I, I feel like shows are set around young people now feel like they have to really drive that at home like, they're like no 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 everyone's on the smartphones now we have to make it, you know every scene's got they've got smartphones out. Um, and I think it's just frustrating from a, a storytelling perspective because it just it, it forces them into this place where all, all these little things have to be part of the story. Like texting has to be a constant contact uh, method. It, it's, it's one of the things that's ruined a lot of horror movies is that everyone's got phones on them now. <laughs> you, have, you have to somehow write away the, to get the phones out of the plot. Um, and this is not a problem here per se. It's just, you know, it's constant. It's constant. Everyone's on phones. Everyone's taking photos and videos and microscope attachments <laughs> so you know even to the point where the leo the harry they're, they're sort of the guide who's teaching him about the magic world he even he's like oh you can get you can shout my name to make me appear or you can get me on twitter or instagram or snapchat and i'm like don't mention snapchat like snap like snapchat's the line that that's where you're over the line for me like you can all right mention twitter mention facebook but once you've mentioned snapchat okay you're officially in shitty tween millennial territory <laughs> i'm good i've had enough that was a bit of a rant but you know so it's, it's full of all these things and if all this sounds like it's going to annoy you if this sounds like this is going to be tedious and then you add in like the the, the very you know wafer thin uh, relationship drama that the younger sister has uh mel the older sister is gay and she has a girlfriend and um that's a bit better, but it's still it's still very kind of shallow. It's just kind of like oh, they broke up after after the mum died, and oh now they they make get back together, and it, there's not a lot to it. There's not a lot there. It's it's just very surface level writing of um people describing how they feel and describing why they broke up, um and that's it. Um and they they, they discover the powers and they, they have to try to fight a demon, and that's basically the episode. So there's not a lot to discuss in, in spoilers. To be honest, I'll give the spoiler warning. Uh. And just sort of get into it because there's some CG towards the end. So full spoilers uh, for the episode, but there's some CG towards the end when you find out the sexual predator, the 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 professor, uh, turns out to be this ice demon where he fires icicles at people, and uh, they have to fight him. And he, he did, you know, they're using all the powers combined. Well, ex ex except. Um, Maggie kind of gets the shaft here, because, Ma I mean, Maggie uses her powers in an earlier scene to save her from the demon who's trying to kiss her, but uh, the, the other two like, use their powers uh, more effectively here, uh, where they have to find each other and then say a spell. Because they do, they do, actually, here's one plot point I actually kind of like. I like that the first demon they fight, they don't beat him with magic, they actually beat him because Macy figures out that, that baking soda will, will react with his demonic energy, because uh, she's tested it. 
and it basically makes the demon leave the guy's body. And I thought, okay, you know what, it's kind of funny that the first thing they ever fight, they actually solve without magic. I kind of like that. Uh, but they, then they had to go ruin it by actually have them go super magic and say a spell uh, to, to fight the, the final demon. Um, and the reason why I like that and the reason why I'm saying that I was disappointed that they, they ended up having to do it anyway is because I thought, oh, that's a nice bit of pacing where they can build up to the magic. They can they can sort of build up to, you know, like the end of episode three could be a big moment where they finally say a spell together and they, they do something big with the, the magic, you know, rather than just doing it by the end of the pilot, which is what partly why I hate pilots. I hate that they always have to like get to this point by the end of the pilot where they've already kind of started to master everything. It's a network TV thing that really bugs me, but... Um, the so they fight they fight the the, the, the frost but the frost demons like no I didn't kill your mom someone else did uh, and uh, Macy's kind of like okay we know it was cold and we know there was crows uh, around the mom's death so she's going to start looking into that and they're looking into the book and she's moving into the house so all three sisters are going to live together honestly I feel like along the fact that it's three sisters who are all witches and they've got the same powers I feel like the biggest thing that's taken from the original is the uh, the house. No, I don't remember it well enough to say it's the exact same house, but it's a very similar house. You know, the the attic especially look very similar in terms of like they're they're going for the same kind of style and tone of of the house. Uh, but yeah, so the, the twist at the end is that they get a Ouija board out to see if it works. Uh, now that they all believe in magic, and it tells them not to trust Harry. And Harry shows up into the room and he says his name and says, "Here I am, ladies." And we end there. So he might be, he might be uh, not trustworthy. If I was to make a guess right now, um, they're not actually talking to the mother here. They're talking to someone who's trying to trick them into not trusting Harry. Uh, but Harry's actually going to be a good character. Unless they go full different and actually Harry does turn out to be evil. And that's that would be a big change from the original where their, you know, the Watcher type character, Leo, was not evil. And he was around. and he, Although they, they did tease he was evil, I think, for a while. I feel like that was a plot point of some, somewhere in the, the original series. But, I mean, it's been so long. I can't, I can't remember. It's been so damn long, but yeah. So it's 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 not okay. <laughs> I was going to say it's okay in a very kind of deflated way. Um, it could be an okay show once it gets going potentially, but right now the pilot is super rushed. Um, all of the character traits, all the character, yeah, just all the character traits are really forced. And and the actual you know fighting demons and monsters each week, like yeah, I'm into that kind of thing, but. Um, I'm not feeling inspired to come back and check out more of this, so uh, it's, it's going, to, going to be a pass for me going forward. Um, I'd say it's a, it's a really, really medi, really mediocre pilot for a show that could grow and become a little bit. But it's worth mentioning CW has ordered extra episodes of this already. They've added six extra episodes on, so there's like 18 total episodes in season one now. So that shows that they've got some uh, hope in it. They, they they see potential in it. And maybe it absolutely gets better. Maybe it becomes more of a a, a better show. I, I I do feel like this is um. I I do wonder if this is this is just like aimed at a lower age than me now. But I I don't see why I shouldn't like it. <laughs> you know, based on that, um, I really have. I I'm not a big fan of like looking at oh you're not the target audience for this. I'm like well yeah I'm not. But there's tons of stuff I like. I'm not the target audience for. I just like it because it's well written and it's. It is. It's just a well put together story and show, um, and I feel like this could could have fallen into that category because it is dealing with monsters and demons and and you know saving the world and everything else. Um, and like I say, I liked the original well enough. It wasn't a great show, but it was it was decent enough entertainment. Yeah, it's mediocre. It's a mediocre pilot. Uh, the show could grow into something a little bit better. 
Um, but, you know, we watch a lot of shows on this channel uh, to review, and I don't have time to stick around and wait. If I if I hear this got great, like, if, if I hear, you know, the end of season one, people are raving about it and saying, no, you need to go back and watch it. If you like these types of shows, you have to go back and give it a chance. Um, then, sure, maybe I'll go back and try it then. But uh, right now, um, it's, a, it's a pass, but you know, it's not the worst pile I've ever seen either. It's just really really mediocre so that is that's me that that has been the, the the discussion the review of the first episode of the charmed reboot let me know what you thought of it in the comments below like and subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the channel head over to patreon.com slash mailed fuzz tv and you can do that over there but otherwise that is that's me so thank you once again for watching or listening I always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla <laughs>